me. Nobody's commenting. We are like stripping. I feel very cheap right now. <laughs> there we go. Yes, Andy Vargo and I will do anything for attention. <laughs> yes, we will. Scrutiny with Sherry and Andy. I'm Sherry Hardman. This is my good friend. Andy Vargo. Hey, hey. We had a little technical difficulty, so that's why I'm jumping right in. <laughs> We're not going to waste any time with it today. We're going yeah. right for it. It is my husband's birthday. It's Dave's birthday. So we have some, you know, birthday dinner and cake and stuff to do after this, so. That's exciting. That cake sounds delicious. Yeah. So, Sherry, do you have a show coming up? Or what What, what do you have coming up that's exciting? Yes, tomorrow, right tomorrow night. It's actually kind of a really great idea that um, Tony Peters came up with. Uh, Comedy Club Champions. Idea that um, Tony Sorry Peters about came that. up and uh, I'm repeating myself, and uh, <laughs> it's the comedy club, champions, champions, champions. <laughs> so, so that's pretty cool. So it's at a place called Blue Speakeasy tomorrow night, eight o'clock. I don't know if it's a speakeasy really, or if it's blue, but I will definitely find out. And you should find out too, if you're anywhere near Seattle, come on out. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's you and Bo Blast and Richie Amani. Yep. That's going to be fun. That is a great little show, if you ask me. That's going to be a blast. Then I'm heading off to Vegas Saturday morning. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. And uh, what do I have for shows other than that? Then um, on the 27th, we have uh, the Odd Otter Show with Nate Jackson. Yeah, that is going to be a blast. That's going to be yeah. a fun show. That's, a, that's a, such a great time for comedy, too, because... You'll have just spent a few days with family and rushing around to get through Christmas and everything. And it's kind of in that week between Christmas and New Year's where people like to go out and do some different activities without, you know, if you didn't leave town. So, And it's nice because, you you know, we don't start it too late. We start at 730. You can come out, have a couple beers, sit back and laugh. And you can be, if you want to, you can be home in bed by 930. Yeah. If you want to hang out longer with us. Yeah, you can I, stay and hang hang with cool I folks. I highly advise that too. But so yeah, it can be just a little relaxing getaway, or it can be a big party. However, you want to do it. Yeah, because he doesn't want to party on Monday night. Yeah, what's going on with you? I am just I've been working on a big project, which I'm going to talk about here a little bit, and um, and I've been I've got three big gigs coming up in January that are all different topics, and so I'm really doing all of the groundwork now meeting with the clients kind of getting an idea of what their audience needs are what's going on in their organizations so that i have each of those crafted because each one is a is a different theme so doing a lot of that groundwork stuff it's a lot of fun yeah yeah that's a lot of kind of solo stuff isn't it it is kind yeah. of you and your computer and your paper and pen yeah and, and whatever yeah I'm trying to, um, I have a history of coming up with these really great ideas that would make the event just awesome, 
the night before. So I'm really trying to get my mind into that mindset now so that I have time to execute on the item, on the idea. Because, you know, a lot of times it's, oh, I could have printed this up and done that, but I don't have time in the morning to go create something, get it printed up and then pull it off or, you know, whatever. So I'm trying to create the mind space as if I have the event the next day to make whatever happens when I procrastinate work for me. I know, I know. I'm a, I, I work well under pressure myself. So I tend to procrastinate because then, you know, like all of a sudden it was like, it was like that last roast I did. It's like, I'm not going to go. I don't have anything. You know, and then she said something to me like that. And then I could tell she was disappointed. And I was like, well, let me try. And I just don't like to hurt people's feelings or let them down. And then I came up with something really good. And like less than an hour, it was done, you know. When yeah, I was, like, I was surprised because I was with you on that conversation. Of, yeah. I don't think I'm going to do it. And then next thing I know, it's here's my set. <laughs> Whoa, where did that come from? I know. So, yeah. So I now that I know I can do that, I'm really disappointed in myself that I don't do that more often, you know. <laughs> right. That little superpower that I've been hiding. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. All right. You want to go first? Time. I want you to know I have search results. I noticed that if I touch my tablet just right, it mm-hmm. listens to whatever I'm saying and then gives me some, you know, but some sort of feedback. Yeah. I'm wearing my coat in the house. Okay, it's that cold. I've gotten so used to wearing sweaters and stuff lately. Like mm-hmm. every day I wear long sleeves and sweaters. And today I decided, well, you know, I'll just wear a short sleeve shirt. And I if I take this jacket off I feel like I'm dying so yeah I'm wearing a sweater today too and I thought I'm actually on the phone so you would have seen my whole logo if I would have actually worn my t-shirt that I almost always wear right. <laughs> I was just looking at it going ah, there goes yeah. that idea. oh but, that's why you look different yeah you're wearing real clothes I know right people aren't used to that uh-huh. so I was gonna go uh talk about Las Vegas and my my favorite Vegas tips because I, I go to Vegas quite often. Um, you do. I have to say, when I went with you, it was so much fun because it's fun to go someplace like that with someone who has been there and knows uh, the places to go. Right. And believe me, I don't know all the places to go, but I do know a few things. Um, but I also thought maybe I could just, I, wa- I want to share a couple travel tips to okay. be- just because. I'm a person of size and I'm a person in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And so those are two tricky ways to travel. So I have a little bit of insight for anyone that fits either one of those categories. Okay, so like number one, yes, you can bring your wheelchair with you to the airport. People are shocked by this all the time. I bring my scooter. You have to get it tagged in one area, and then you have to get it tagged again in another area. But then I drive it right down to where you get on the plane. I get up, walk onto the plane. They come get it and put it down under. So the only thing that sucks about it is that you have to wait for everyone to get off and all the stuff to come out for them to bring you your scooter. So you have to wait a while to get off. So you definitely but, have to like you have to plan more time on the front and the back side. Right. But it is, well, they let you get on first, which is fabulous, especially if you're uh, flying Southwest, you know, where seats are not assigned. Um, 
but then you have a, then I have it with me. I don't have to worry about stuff. Uh, yeah. The other thing is, is as about Southwest Airlines. Now I I will say I love to fly first class Alaska, but sometimes I can't afford that. So I fly Southwest because if you are fat enough, they will give you two seats or they will give you an extra seat. Mm. It, it's really kind of arbitrary whether they think you qualify, but basically if you're going to spill over into the seat next to you, I okay. guess they prefer that you buy it and then they reimburse you, but I just go to the counter and I say, I would like the COS please, which stands for customer of size. They just give me an extra boarding pass. Sometimes they say, I already put it on there. Like I already saw you were fat, so I already did it. I don't care. But then you have a little, just you put that little boarding pass there in the seat in the middle and then it gives you That's that room. Yeah. And it's nice too, cause you, you know, you can tell your seat mate, whoever, like so I sit on the window, whoever sits on the aisle. I like, if you want to put anything here, go ahead, you know. Mm-hmm. So that makes it really easier for me because otherwise, now I don't have any tips for using the bathroom on a plane except just fly dehydrated. That's what I do. I like, <laughs> so I don't have to pee at all. Uh, right. I can fit in the bathroom and I can do it, but it's like, I'm like exactly the size of that bathroom, I swear. So it's like, be as straight as you can when you pull your pants down. you know it just is really difficult i'm sure it's difficult like, even for someone of normal size so yeah i don't like using the restroom in the plane anyway because like there's not good water pressure it's hard to wash your hands things just feel dirty in a plane anyway let alone the bathroom yeah and, yeah. and then if you have turbulence like i don't know just there's just all the things that don't feel good about that mm-hmm. um the other thing I think about Vegas, the biggest question I ever get is how do you get those offers to stay at hotels for free? Yeah. That's I'm the biggest curious. question I get because I can stay pretty much any hotel in Vegas for free. I mean, on the strip. On right. The strip. Um, and this is my advice. If you want to do that. Now, if you're not a gambler and you're not going to gamble a lot, then this is you're never going to get free trips. Right. Yeah. People need to remember that's why they give you the free trips is because they want you to spend the money. Because they know that this lady gambles a lot. But, you know, because I gamble a lot, the last, what, two or three times I've I've gotten a jackpot while I was there, you know? Yeah. So when I come home, like last time I came home with more money than when I left and it was like, that's yeah. nice, you know, and I spend a lot of money when I'm there. So, but anyway, so you have to be a gambler. I play slots. And this is my advice. When I first started going to Vegas, uh, I stayed at more lower end properties because they were cheaper, right? And that's when I was paying for my room. So I stayed at like, uh, well, so when I first started getting comps, I was a staying at Excalibur, you know, the castle one. Yeah. And their slides are their slots are pretty loose. So it's pretty easy to win there. But I gambled enough that they came and told me, you know, we can like write off this trip and you know give you give you free food and everything if you want, if you want us to. I'm like, well, okay. Like they came and found me at a slot machine wow. to tell me that. 
but then here's the deal. So then I get, um, then you start getting offers for Excalibur, Excalibur, Excalibur. Well, then after a while, you're like, I'm kind of tired of staying at Excalibur because I go down the strip and see all these really nice hotels and I'm staying at a lower end hotel and I want to know what it's like to stay at a nicer hotel, right? So um, my thought is go to whatever hotel you want to stay at and that's where you should do your gambling. Mm-hmm. So then they will send so that they will send you a little card. Yeah, you have to go to the players club and get a little card. And that takes time and it's kind of a pain in the butt. And you gotta remember to put it in every time. But if you're talking free hotel stays. Oh yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, we stayed in a penthouse suite for free for what three nights? Like, yeah, and that was a nice room. It was a nice room. So um, and here's the other thing that a lot of people are not kind of clear about. And I know if you don't go at all, this is, I'm sure, really boring. But there are two main things. There's like Caesars Properties and MGM Properties. And there are other ones too. But those are the two biggies. So if you're staying in Caesar, if you're staying in M, okay, MGM Properties have better return value. Like you you get more if you gamble at MGM. All right. Any of the M Life properties. So that's Mandalay Bay, Luxor, Excalibur, New York, New York, Park MGM, uh, Mirage. Did you say the MGM Grand? Is that is that one of them? Or is that different? Yeah, the MG, yeah, both of the MGMs. And then uh, so I would suggest staying at one of those. Um the Mirage is really nice and it's okay. not super expensive. Like that's my favorite, but it depends on like what you're going for. Mirage is kind of an old people place. So if you're not old, you're not going to want to stay there. But anyway, find your place that you like. And then that's where you should concentrate your gambling because then that's where you're going to get the most offers from. Now, then it kind of gets to the point where then you can stay at any of the properties once you do this enough. So anyway, so do that. I would say don't just like spend $20 at this hotel and $20 at this hotel and 20, like spend a hundred where you want to stay. That's, that would be my advice. Um, what else do I, did I want to talk about? That this doesn't, this doesn't like count as much, but they used to, taxi cabs used to pick you up at the airport and then take you on the freeway on this wild joy ride to make the amount of your fare more. Oh. Well, they finally, they made it just recently, like in the last year or so, that it's a flat fare from the airport to different, you know. To the hotels. You okay. know, like right away, there's a list of how much it costs to go to each hotel. So they don't do this anymore. But if that ever happens to you and you're going somewhere in Vegas and they take you on a wild goose chase, um, you look in their dashboard. They always have a card that has the taxi cab authority's phone number and their cab number. And if you are pretty sure that they've taken you on a wild goose chase, then you just say, I'm going to call. I'm not paying for this ride. I'm calling the taxi cab authority. And you start and they'll just say, never mind, never mind. 
and then you'll get a free ride. So you, mm. ne you never let the cab drivers take you uh, take advantage of you. So it's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. And and I know I don't know if you were going to mention this, but when you have a device like a scooter or a wheelchair, getting a cab that we stick with the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So you, if you have a a good taxi cab driver that has a wheelchair cab, get their card or their phone number, and then just call them every time you need to go somewhere because you are often left waiting for like an hour or something sometimes for a cab. Um, you can't just go out to the taxi stand like everyone else and just jump in a cab. So yeah, because when we were there, that was really handy. It was like, oh, he's going to be here in fifteen minutes. We need to head down. I know, and that cab driver was so cute, but he was so butthurt the next time I went that I hadn't been calling him. <laughs> so funny. You're going to have to call him this time. I will call him this time, yeah. He'll he'll be happy to see us. So um, I know I had more, but I didn't bring my list in here. Let me see. Yeah, oh, on how to choose where to eat. Yes. There's so many places to eat. And Here's the deal. Some people want bargains. Some people want experiences. So it kind of depends really like what you're looking for. You're going to find anything there. Um, mm -hmm. Since the quarantine though and stuff and all that, it's harder to find food late night in Vegas. You can't find food just right. any time of night anymore like you could. So I, I spend a lot of time lately in Vegas hungry. Which is ironic, of all places that you can't get food in Vegas. I know, I know. And it's like, I'm like, I'm in Vegas. I don't want to go to Denny's. Like, mm -hmm. I could go to Denny's anywhere. No, I no, thank you. So that's really my goal whenever I go out of town anywhere, is don't eat anywhere that I could eat at home. You know? Yeah, I like that idea. That was the last day that I was there after you had flown out in the morning, and I was leaving at like 8 at night or something. And so I kind of had the day, and it was... 900 degrees outside but I just walked, wandered up and down the strip and I checked all my stuff at the hotel desk but I ate at that little cafe outside of Paris it's kind of expensive but I was able to get a spot right up on the ledge and just sit there and watch people watch and across from the fountain at Bellagio mm -hmm. and it was just a nice time where right. I didn't I didn't mind paying a lot of money for my lunch because I wanted that experience of sitting outside I specifically right. wanted to sit outside because it was nice out and I couldn't do that up here all the time Mm-hmm. One nice restaurant to eat at if you do want like a a nice uh higher end, uh the top of the stratosphere has a really mm -hmm. nice restaurant and it it's like the space needle where it Spence. goes around while you're eating. I mean it doesn't like spin you like that, but that so it's nice. You get <laughs> food <home>. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but it was funny because I went there with my ex and he was like he would go to every table and be so nice. And we could hear him like, is there anything else I could do for you? You figured blah, blah, blah. And then he'd come over to our table and he was totally rude to us. Like, oh no, it was the weirdest thing. We were actually just laughing by the end of it. Cause it was like, so obvious. He didn't like us for some reason. Not funny. Wow. It's too bad. But the other thing that I want to suggest is if you don't know where you want to stay or where you want to eat, Little do you know that there's like so many uh, channels or whatever on, on YouTube that are all about Vegas. There's a guy named Pompsy, 
P-O-M-P-S-I-E. He does hotel reviews mostly. And you, so you can actually go in the hotel, look around and see it. There's also Travel Ruby. She does food too. So it kind of helps. And they'll do ones where specifically like the cheapest places to eat in Vegas. I highly recommend all of those because those are really good. I was wondering if you were going to mention Pompsy because I know Andrew adores him. And have you have you met him yet or tracked him down when you're there? No, I have not met him yet. I've tried, but I just haven't haven't accomplished it. I have uh, had him talk to me. I've sent him money on one of his live streams and had him say hi to Andrew. But I got Andrew a Pompsy shirt for Christmas, and I'm going to bring it with me this weekend in the hopes that it can be assigned a Pompsy shirt for Christmas. Yeah, you don't forget to take a nice like Sharpie or something with you. Yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, I should Instagram him and ask him about that. So, that's that's awesome. So there, you know, there's lots of stuff to do in Vegas. So if you ever have any specific questions, you know, I, I love to talk about it. And I highly encourage anyone when you go to Vegas, take lots of pictures and send them to me because I love to look at your hotel rooms specifically. Well, so. And speaking of comps and fun stuff, you're not just going to Vegas this time and staying out there. You have like concert tickets. Bruno Mars, baby. I'm so excited about that. Never seen Bruno in concert. And then I'm going to let you talk about your... uh your topic oh god I look horrible but I do want to say I forgot to say this earlier next week is our holiday episode so we haven't worked out all the details yet but it's a holiday episode it'll be a special episode we're going to wear special outfits of some kind and we actually are going to play a new game and we have a special celebrity guest coming to play the game with us and I think we'll just uh that's for as much as I'm gonna say but it's gonna be really fun someone's gonna jump on and uh play a fun little game with us so be sure to stay tuned next Thursday the 23rd it's gonna be fun all right same bat time same bat channel yeah so what do you want to talk about well I wanted to talk about something and it's kind of actually it kind of fits into your Vegas stuff a little bit, but just the idea that um, about, you know, pushing out of our comfort zone and doing things that we don't really want to try to do in order to get what we want to get. And I know, you know, to go to Vegas, I know there's a ton of stuff that you've had to be like, I don't want to deal with this. I, you know, like you've had to learn all these different tricks and ways to not always be comfortable because you want to go to Vegas and have a good time. Mm-hmm. And, and I had, you know, we, we both have done some pretty big things this week. I had, I was a, applying for a big opportunity with my business and it's the, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity. I'm not going to go into all the details on what it is other than just, it would be the biggest thing that I've done so far, as far as growing my business. And I'm super excited about it, but the process almost killed me. It was forms and, you know, needed different things. Uh, you know, documented and structured in a way that I haven't had in the past because I haven't needed those. And so I felt like every time I went to move forward in the step, it was like, why am I even doing this? I got to now get this information, go get this number, get another license here, all this stuff. Right. 
at the end of the whole process, whether I get this opportunity to come together or not, I've now elevated my level in the game by just by going through that. And, and I think that's important to remember because a lot of times we tell ourselves, I'm gonna go through all this work, but at least I'm gonna get the reward. And sometimes the reward doesn't happen. And then we're bitter because we think, well, I did all this, I was supposed to get that. And mm -hmm. the, that is always guaranteed. But what we have given ourselves is a new set of skills that will set us up to pursue the next thing and to be ready so it's easier next time. And so, you know, I'm pretty excited about whether or not this comes together or not. I've gone through this process and it makes me comfortable for the next one that I want to pursue. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's just kind of what's been on my mind. Right, right. I know. Well, you know what I did this week? Yes. When you said I did something big, I'm like, I did. It's like, I, I, <laughs> what did I do? But yeah, I, uh, I auditioned for America's Got Talent, which is something I would have never done because I always think I'm too dirty for TV and nobody's going to mm -hmm. want me on their show. And then one day Nate Jackson said to me, you're funny. You've got the material. You... Uh, have great timing and everything. All you need, you're set. All you need is your America's Got Talent or whatever it is for you. Mm -hmm. And I, that yeah. I've never had anyone say anything like that to me before. And I was like, okay, well, good. Then what is my thing? I'm like, okay, well, let's just start with America's Got Talent because he happened to mention it. So, yeah. and it might that be that the opening of the door of me like pushing past things that I've talked myself out of so far right and any and you think about just how uncomfortable that is because number one I, I know you've got like you said you've got that in the back of your head about being the right personality for tv and then also applying for something big and, and auditioning that's heart-wrenching enough and then with it being awkward nowadays because it's online and not in person there's just so many different variables that that's huge to do so uh, kudos to you. I'm excited. And I know both of us, we grew this week. Yeah. Not, not in a fat way, but in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way. And, and I guess that's the thing is like, we just have to remember that we're always growing and, and pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone. There's that fine line, right? Where we don't want to push so far that we're overwhelmed and we break down, but that we, we push enough that we have some growth. And then we get comfortable in that space and then we push a little further and we have some more growth. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, you had shared that memory today of us being at the Poodle Dog two years ago, planning our goals. And I think some of those goals I may not have ever even accomplished. And some of them I may have blown out of the water. I don't remember specifically what we were doing then. Mm -hmm. What I do know is that many times since then, I felt like I wasn't where I wanted to be and I wasn't growing at the pace I wanted to. But if I look at where I'm at now compared to two years ago, it's like, holy crap. Mm -hmm. That was like that was like so far in the past, right? So I'm excited. That that's what I got to say. So y'all out there, push through your comfort zone a little bit. Have a good bestie around to you know hold your hand, give you some encouragement. You can cry too when it's not going well, and that will you know make you suck it up when you need to. And I know I felt bad the other day because I thought that you were whining because you hadn't finished the paperwork. And so I kind of gave you a little. <laughs> no, you were. 
and, and then you're like no i'm already done with that and i'm like oh okay well that, you yeah know, no, i think i had out. said it earlier and then it would probably got lost in like 18 of our messages yeah but yeah and, um but i would have appreciated because i would have needed to hear that because that is you know where you were saying you just gotta the quicker you get it done the faster it's off your mind <laughs> yeah that is it is good to be partners that way where you can you know, we gently encourage each other. We commiserate with each other. We, um, you know, say bad things about people that were mean to each other. You know, <laughs> we do all that for each other. Yeah. You know, you know sometimes they, yeah, the other person deserves a day to mope. Mm -hmm. And then they're, then, all right, asshole, get up and, keep right. working so you're like okay i could listen to that on monday but it's wednesday now and i'm done with that when i was in mary Kay, back in the day when i was in the evil cult uh my director used to give us how long like if we had a dis big disappointment it was mm -hmm. like three minutes 30 seconds i don't remember but a very short window of time like okay you can whine and complain all you want. Go. And then it was like, okay, when you were done, you were done. Yeah. Yeah, we're moving on. There's a little lack of empathy there, but I, I appreciate the the sentiment of that, you know? Yeah, it don't, is. Don't wallow been, in it. Yeah. It's, don't it's you, anything, No, go ahead. Just the people that wallow in self-pity and are very annoying. Yeah, I um, I was reading this book one time about how to work with others, and one of the things that it talked about was don't be that dumper. Like, don't bring people down when you're around them. And be the person who comes in and dumps all your problems on somebody because you need to vent and get it off your chest, and then you go about your day and you feel better because you just threw up on somebody all over their desk, and they're like, I don't want to be around this person. And so it made me very aware because when I was reading that book, I was in a situation where I was in a very bad marriage and I had a very cantankerous boss and both of those personalities were very similar and that about put me over the edge. But I remember I had a coworker that was kind of my venting buddy, but I remember reading that and I thought, oh my God, am I doing that to him? I need to really just think about not making our relationship all about me doing that. So, right. I know the, uh, earlier this year I was in my classroom and a teacher came in. It was when uh, my teacher wasn't there those first two weeks. And so every period we had a different teacher and she just walked in and just vomited in our room about, oh my God, I can't believe the love of this is going on and this is going on. And blah, blah, blah. and I didn't even know her. Mm, and by wow. the time she left an hour later, I was exhausted. <laughs> And I yeah. thought, oh, I'm glad I'm not in her classroom. You know, I mean, we all have our moments where we, you know, but wow. It yeah, really, it really gave me an idea of like how one person can really come in and F it up for everybody else. Yeah. And I think one thing that's important to remember too is, you know, we, we know people who we know just, we view as more positive and other people that we view as more negative. But when we go into that negative space, that can be pretty addicting and we can become that negative person that we haven't seen ourselves as or other people haven't seen ourselves seen us as and six months a year down the road all of a sudden you realize you're the negative nelly in the group and 
you might not even be aware of it because you're just complaining so much because that's what you've conditioned yourself to be okay with. So you really do have to, I think that, I think that three minute rule or whatever the time frame, like you said, while it is a little unempathetic, um, sometimes you have to have that harsh boundary and help people realize. Yeah. Well, and there, there are people that I've had in my life that are like, say there's one person that I know that she's always very interested in you when there's something wrong in your life. Yeah. And she just feeds into it and she gives you all the sympathy and all the empathy. And oh my God, tells you her stories like that. So that every time something bad happens to you, you want to go talk to her because she's so empathetic. And then at some point you realize that every conversation is a downer or it's negative or it's about disease or health problems or somebody dying. And it's like, why why would you want to be that person that everybody mm -hmm. comes to when somebody's died or sick you know yeah I remember when I was in uh, middle school and high school there was a gal at our church and they would they had they had just started recently doing a thing where anybody could open up and, and say add a name to a prayer list kind of out loud they say you know please add who you want to pray for and every single week there was somebody that this woman was connected to who had a major life right you know like brain mm -hmm. cancer. She, she sought that out yeah and and I just yeah. I just, it was always like please pray for my cousin's wife's brother who this and please pray <laughs> for my nephew's you know first corner and it and while it's very meaningful and thoughtful it was just like do not ever marry into that family because you will be struck with the worst fate you could imagine if you are too close to that woman is how it felt but right I haven't even looked. Have we looked to see if we have any comments? I don't see any, but my computer's been a little laggy. Um, so I didn't we'll even share it. this on my other page. I uh, shared it. My husband had to text me, I see, to tell me that Mr. Big, Chris Noth, was arrested for uh, or was charged with sexual assault. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I know. That's really disheartening. Uh, did he text you that while you're on the show? Just now, yeah. I had just, but I had read about it before I I got on here, so I just picked I'll, this up I to just, look. I just have to say, without spoiling anything for anybody, if you ever have a friend who says, "I can't believe oh that someone God, spoiled this so show for sorry. them," and then they go on to say, "This is what they said," and then spoil it for you. <laughs> I did that. I did that to Andy. I was saying, oh, I can't believe that so-and-so got spoiled when she found out this. And then I said it right out loud to Andy. She said what the spoiler was. And I'm like, well, now I know. <laughs> it was the best. That was, I know, it was funny, but I felt so bad. But it was because you and I had already discussed the show. So it yeah. just like filed in my mind that you knew, you know. Right. And the thing that was just so funny, though, was that you even the context of talking about it being a spoiler for someone else. <laughs> I know. And I had told you I would give you my HBO login so that you could watch <laughs> it. So I knew that you didn't watch it. So I'm an idiot. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Well, it's probably funny. not going to be the last stupid thing I do. So uh, we don't, we don't have any comments. So everybody that's watching and not commenting can eat me. Everybody who's watching on the replay can comment and then Sherry can yes. eat her words. 
That's true. Um, okay, I have a few more minutes, four more minutes, but I, I don't know. Um, we already talked about what's coming up next week. So it's just a reminder, come watch us next week. Yes, the 23rd. I'm glad you it's gonna, did. It's going to be our holiday episode. And um, I'll give you a little spoiler. I'm planning a little night out on the town for the 28th, which is the day after our May Jackson show. And I will uh, have some details for that on the 23rd because that is the day that my trademark for my shirt, which I'm not even wearing, uh, is uh, getting published. So be celebrating a little bit on the town that night. That's exciting. Yeah. Are you going to go anywhere fun or are you going to go anywhere where I can go? I, well, I was, <laughs> I was thinking about going to Odd Otter because uh, they have karaoke that night. Oh, that's right. And, well, I can uh, go there. Yes. But I don't want you to feel like you can't go somewhere you want to go that I can't go. No, there's nowhere that I would want to go that you can't go. Oh. Because if you can't go there, I don't want to go there. That's not true. No. But I guess if I was with you. Okay. Anyway, so thanks everyone for watching. And... Uh, Oh, we got a bunch of COVID cases at our school. Did I tell you that? Oh, no. They're dropping like flies. Wow. Well, be careful out there. Yeah. Still standing. Well, okay. yeah. Still sitting. Stay All right. healthy. Eat All your right. vitamins. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye, everybody.